Before we go into the songs that I've got pulled, I'm just hearing this little, this little chorus. God is so good. <clears throat> God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. God is so
you for who you are. again. Thank you. 
wonder, awestruck wonder, at the mention of your name.
Chapter 11, today, I'd like to say this, we're different, you and I are different from one another, and sometimes we, we want to do blanket Theology. We want to say everybody do the same thing, uh, or I used to really despise it when it would come down as a people wanting to cause everybody to do the same thing. Got to wear the same thing. You got to look this way. You got to pray this way. Pray faster, or not louder, but or louder and not faster. But we are different, so I'm not shooting out a blanket theory this morning. But I am going to tell you where I am, and then you have to find your position in it. I don't, uh, do we know anything on Sean and Dana? Have we heard anything? Still sick. And Kim's not here. So. Don't know anything on her either. But. We'll just lift them up. Say, Lord, do work in them. Cause them to be strengthened in their bodies. To be able to come and be a part of this body. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Your neighbors, have you heard anything on them lately?
Okay. This, yeah, imagine so. Well, I'm going to read from chapter, Mark chapter 11, verse 12. Now the next day when they had come from Bethany, he, Jesus, was hungry, and seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. And in response, Jesus said to it, Let no one eat fruit from you ever again. Wow. I used to think that was harsh. <laughs> Sounds harsh, doesn't it? I've discovered over the years that when Jesus speaks something, he is uh, setting precedent. So we, we can bless and curse. If you can curse, then you can bless. Does that make sense? It's like if you're, if you're looking to... I know this guy that wanted to proclaim that uh, there was no such thing as a prophet. And that if you were a prophet, you were a... Uh, kind of false prophet yes thank you if you were a prophet you were a false prophet and I told the guy I said I asked him what he's doing and I knew what he was doing that's the reason I asked him he said I'm studying false prophets I said well why don't you study true prophet that way when you run into a false prophet you'll automatically know he said, oh, no, no. <laughs> There's, because in his philosophy, there was no such thing as a prophet. And uh, he didn't agree with, with me. And I said, well, sure, it has to be. You can't have a false prophet unless you've got a true prophet. And uh, he gathered up all these books and papers and stuff and just flew the coop. He left. And <laughs> so here we see Jesus curses a fig tree because it had no fruit. And as I studied this a little bit, it says that the fig tree normally, this is probably in the spring around the Passover and and uh, Fig trees didn't have figs on them at that time, but they did make a, something that was edible early. And that wasn't on the tree. When Jesus went to look at it, it wasn't there. 
And so he cursed it. And that's a, a good example for us then is that is all trees cursed? Is all fig trees cursed? No. The ones that don't produce. So we get an idea that Jesus has set this now on us and it's how we uh, entertain it. And again, you are not like I am. The, it, the Word says that the body is made up of many members. and So we've got toes and fingers and arms and legs and body parts and we're different. We are all different. Our, our fingerprints let us know that we're all different. There's no two that are alike, right? We know that from things. So, uh, I don't know that I've been testing it, but I have been using this philosophy of things producing and not producing. And sometimes uh, we have things produced in our lives that we don't really want. And I think we can curse those things and see them die. Uh, and again, I'm not giving you a blanket way to do things, but I am trying to convince you that you can bless and curse things in your life yourself. You can do it. I've, this past week, at least three days this past week, I woke up with a sore throat and congestion. And I cursed it. Each morning that that happened, I would curse it and it would be gone in minutes. Just in minutes, it's gone. Now, again, do you want to, would you do it exactly like me? No. But can you do it? And I say we can. I, I think that Jesus set the precedent right here. He cursed something that was not producing the way it should. And I think we have things in our lives like congestion or just anything, any kind of sickness that we can look at it and there is a, a way for us in God to uh, come into His presence and to know and how to, we can trust Him 
to show us how. And I think that's really important to us. It's one of the reasons I felt like that we uh, should be listening and hearing what God is saying to us. That each of us should have a, a, uh, a personal relationship with Him to, enough to know what He is saying for you and for you in this body. Amen. Now, I, I'm sharing this, and at the same time, I know, you know, that there's things that happen. Uh, one of Derek's employees, uh, he and his wife lost a baby yesterday that had been just a few weeks old born with problems and they had told them that it, when it was born it would die but it's lived up until yesterday and, and that's a, a hard thing for young people uh, it was hard just to hear it and to know what they're going through and struggling with and, and you, you know you have to have God so to find that peace that, that comes by just from Him only. And uh, so you can't say all babies will die or all babies get healed or all, you can't say that. All babies will be born without any problems. Can't say it. It's, but because you don't know the circumstances, you don't know what what they're going through. You don't know what they are seeing. But we can, each of us, and collectively, even we can go into the presence of God. And we can hear His voice and we can know what He's saying. And uh, when we make our declaration up here, that's the Word of the Lord. It's not something that we've made up. It's the Word. And so we can declare that at, uh, collectively and say this is what we believe and are believing for. And... Uh, I'm, I'm confident in the fact that we can curse and bless. And uh, over the years, we did a lot of deliverance and, and we used the very same thing that, that I'm talking about now without uh, where we would curse things that were not supposed to be there or that had come down through the generations. And uh, you can do that. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get it out of your life and, and no longer. But you can also entertain it and bring it back. And you don't want to do that. 
You simply do not want to do that. And, and I think I've just been tested, and a lot, a lot of us are. Uh, I think Sean and Dana are being tested. Uh, when he said he would help on the praise and worship with the drum, uh, from that point on, they've been tested. And so it's, he's got to find a place. They have to find a place where they can, I mean, they know it's an attack and they know that it, uh, where it's coming from. So now then it's just up to them. I can't do it for them. I can stand with them, but I can't do it for you. And I can, that's why we have a body, so we can, I can stand with you, but I can't do it for you. And God, I think God shows us here by setting precedent that curse it if it's producing or not producing bad fruit. If it's not producing, then there's something wrong with it. I, I don't know. Why I had to do it three times this past week. Wake up with a sore throat and, and stuffy nose. And when I cursed it, it couldn't stay. I don't I didn't time it or anything, I just know that it left. And I think we have that in us. Each of us has that. We can, uh, we can be in agreement with Jesus and how He did what He did. We say, no, I don't want it. You can't, you're bad fruit. I, I don't want what you're giving. <laughs> I'm not taking it. You can, if you, if you stay here, You're going to die. Or you can go and where Jesus tells you to go. But if you stay here, here, you're going to die. Because I don't want you. You're going to die. You can leave and go where Jesus tells you to go, but you can't stay here. <laughs> can't stay here. Amen? You can't stay here. I do not want you. And the old devil, I think he's pretty good at what he does. He, can, he keeps coming around, checking me and see if I want it. See if I'll take it. Or 
I can curse it and it'll die and wither. Amen? Amen. Yes. Yes, you may. I would love for you to. I think that we have to remember that that applies to thoughts too. Yes. Like we have to be aware of what we are thinking and what we allow to be thought. And that even thoughts that come in, they are not all ours. And we have to see what the fruit is and test them and curse those thoughts that come into us that are not ours and not from God. And when we know it's not ours, we send it back wherever it came. And so one of the prayers that I pray over me and my kids every night is, I pray the cross of Christ between us and all people today, sending back everything that is not from you and not for you back to wherever it came and leaving only the love of Christ and only Jesus. Because we don't want, we pick up other people's stuff and we don't, and if it's not producing good fruit, we send it back wherever it came. But we've got to do that with our thoughts. We can't just, we've got to be the thinker of our thoughts. We can't just listen to everything that pops in our head because it is not all ours. And that's where the devil tries to get in and get those footholds. But it starts in our thoughts. Even when we have something in our bodies and we notice it, it starts with our thoughts. Like what do we think or believe about that? And we can either send it back where it came or... We can own it and we can make it ours even though it's not ours. That's how the lies come in, right? Is those thoughts come, we think it, we own it then and think it's ours and we let it fester and build where we need to test it and say, no, that's not mine, that's not the Lord, it's not producing any kind of fruit that would be the Holy Spirit and we send it back where it came and take that authority and be the thinker of our thoughts instead of just letting things happen to us. As you were speaking, I was just reminded of over in John, you know, God told us, the greater things shall you do because I go to my Father. And uh, I tell this story to tell of my ignorance. <laughs> that's, that's what it shows, but anyway. <laughs> this ranch where I work on, as you all know, I have worked on it for many years now, but the owner of it, Dan Server, would always put his cows up, or especially the heifers, if he known they was going to have a calf. Uh, he'd watch them, and when they started showing, well, he'd put them in the lot. And he'd always tell them, he said, now when you produce, you can get out. <laughs> and I always thought about that. I think about it to this day, but 
I've watched him do that many times and I made the mistake one day, me and the wife was talking and we got a little carried away there and I told her, I said, well, if you don't start producing, you ain't staying. <laughs> that wasn't very wise on my part, but... <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that to nobody, but but God was probably speaking to, I know he was speaking to Ronnie Smith a lot more than he was her. And that's what he is teaching here about the fig tree to me. If, if you ain't producing for God, then you're just dead. I mean, what good are you? So that's what God wants to see out of all of us is that we keep striving. And it's so true what Laura was saying that the I speak this, I try to speak it to everybody every day if you know me. Whatever you let out of that mouth that's what you're going to be. I hear my own family say, well, I think I'm going to be sick. I said, well, think you're going to be well. Good grief. <laughs> well, it ain't always that way. I said, it can be. It's your choice. I mean, God has made it available to us. Be healed. He, he didn't mean for any of us to go around lame, hurting, sick, tormented. It's just like Laura said, whatever we allow to get in our mind, if we're not real careful, it'll be in that heart real quick. It does. You've got to. And, and I can't take authority for you. You can't take authority for me. As Jack is saying, you've got to determine that within your own heart and mind that, hey, this is the way I'm walking. This is the way I believe it. Because as I sang the song, he ain't never failed me. He ain't going to. That's why. Well, that's, that's exactly it. But he said where life and death last where? In the tongue. In that tongue. What you speak. If you sit around with people very long or just any anybody just about it, they'll speak something negative to you. They, well, it's going to be a rough winter. Where'd that come from? Well, we're going to get a half inch of ice. Going to get six inches of snow in Tulsa and that, they didn't get us... They didn't get none. And forecasters were all <laughs> buffalo. They didn't know what to say. They didn't get no snow. They were mad because they didn't get <laughs> snow. Because <laughs> they predicted it. We didn't. Lord, I don't want. I don't want a half inch of ice. None. Yeah.
So we have to learn to control this tongue. Let it speak truth in life instead of death and hell. <laughs> we have to control. We have to be positive. And I'm not a name it and claim it. Never was, never have been. But I do believe in speaking the truth and allowing God to work something in us, through us, for us. Right. It's like a rudder on a big ship. Turn it any way it want to go. Amen. I'm done. Thank you. Father, help us, Lord, to proclaim the things that you have said, that you've spoken, that you have set in, in as truth. Help us, Lord, to speak the truth and to know your ways in all that we do. Amen? Amen. We will do it, John. As we have given back to the Lord a portion of what He has given us, we declare that He teaches us to profit and leads us in the way we should go. The Lord gives us power to make wealth. He supplies all our needs according to His riches and glory. We bless Israel and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And as He blesses us, His way becomes known on the earth and His salvation among all nations. Lord, we are believing You for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, debts paid off and transfer of wealth, prosperous businesses, our vats filled with oil and our covers with gold. Expenses decreased, blessings increased, heavens opened, earth invaded, signs, wonders, and miracles, and angelic visitations. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, thank you for more than enough so we can give into your kingdom, co labor with heaven and see Jesus get his full reward. Amen. Praise the Lord.